0: The Keen Engineering Unleashed Network is driving change in engineering education. Since 2019, RIT has been a part of the network of universities that focuses on graduating engineers with an entrepreneurial mindset. In this edition of Intersections, the RIT podcast, Jennifer O'Neill, an assistant professor in the College of Engineering Technology, and Patty Seer. Lecture in the Kate Gleason College of Engineering, discuss what the entrepreneurial mindset is and how connections to the network are helping to improve classroom teaching and providing an edge for RIT students.
1: So KEEN is an acronym. It stands for the Kern Entrepreneurial Engineering Network. And it's a community of more than 2,500 engineering faculty around the U.S., who have really come together committed to a mission of instilling entrepreneurial mindset within undergraduate engineering students. So these, this group of faculty um, really are there to communicate, share, connect, and create engineering curricula that is based around instilling entrepreneurial mindset within our undergraduate engineering students. So how I came to be involved with Keen, I met um, Dr. Doug Melton, who is one of the program directors within Keene, and he kind of challenged/slash inspired me to try and integrate it into a challenging engineering course like thermodynamics. So I took him up on his challenge, and I created this power plant project. And I put it into the course and the students really loved it. Their engagement went up, their understanding of fairly abstract and difficult topics was enhanced. And I saw that firsthand. When we look at Keen and this entrepreneurial mindset, it's about, you know, getting students to understand that there's engineering skills, but there's also this engineering mindset that goes with being a really good engineer. And that has to do with, you know, creating value for your customer, your stakeholder. And then also recognizing opportunities understanding that there's government social impacts that influence engineering design so really getting students to understand that going beyond just hey i have these technical skills but they're also influenced by all of these other factors so i had a student go through the project and then go and talk about it on a job interview. And the company was impressed that he had an understanding of all of these other aspects that go into engineering design. They hadn't seen that before with one of their fresh out of undergraduate curriculum interviewees. So he came back and told me like, you know, thank you for creating this. So since then I was like, okay, this, you know, is something that, you know, I'm passionate about. And so when I joined RIT, I was like, hey, have you guys heard of Keen? It's a really great network to be a part of, you know, maybe we should look at it if there's interest. And so that's when we kind of started getting the ball rolling here at RIT was it, it really aligned well with what we were doing in engineering curricula.
2: Well, I learned about Keen from Jennifer and Elizabeth Bartolo, who really champion it among the faculty at RIT. I joined a teaching circle that they started two years ago um, and learned much more about it and was very excited about developing engineers with an entrepreneurial mindset, because my major background is from industry. I worked in industry for 35 years. And I have always thought we need to prepare our students, not just with the the fact or the skill set, but also in order to understand the bigger picture to really, you know, be of value to whatever position that they take. And so Jennifer uh, brought a workshop to RIT, and it was an introduction to the entrepreneurial mindset. And it was interesting to see you know, how to fit into the three C's of keen curiosity, creating value, and making connections, um, and to put that into your teaching. And a lot of it was focused on active learning and I was extremely, extremely inspired. And I had the opportunity to go to a faculty development workshop that was offered by Keen at Georgia Tech University. And that particular workshop was called Problem Solving Studio. Within the confines of a class, it really focuses on helping the students learn to solve problems, not just learn the equations, but how to learn to solve problems. And to me, that was, had a lot of resonance to it because I don't teach design classes I generally teach classes that involve data and making continuous improvements and I'm always trying to help the students realize how does this fit into the larger context because you can
1: learn a lot of skills or tools but you really need to know how it fits together so I've had the pleasure of seeing you in action in the classroom so How has attending the workshops and being a part of this fellow program with Keen changed your approach within the classroom? What changes have you seen in the students with this entrepreneurial mindset? It has changed how I focus on having the students interact
2: with the material that I teach. Um, I teach a lot of statistics-based classes and have people coming in, you know, kind of like, no, I hate statistics. This is a terrible thing. And I, I really... Want to break through that and help them realize how these tools can help them answer questions. And so, one of the things that Keen has helped me realize, and specifically this problem solving studio, was to form situations that are rather open ended. And, you know, first we go through the skill set information, and then we go into these applied projects where that's when we're going and, and developing their problem-solving skill set, not just, you know, can you put the values in a formula, plug and chug, get that done, but how do you go about it? And it's larger, real world. Instead of, you know, having a demonstration where, you know, everyone could work along, but we pretty much all made the same graph at the end, I found a data set online. It was the, this was before COVID, but the CDC, top 10 leading causes of death for Um, the last 20 years and it was broken down by state and what I did was I just gave them that data set which is a very large data set and said I want you to work with a partner and you know go through kind of look through this data set and come up with one page that explains or demonstrates what did you learn from this data set and then at the end print it out because we laid them all down on a table and then everybody kind of walked around to see how other people approached it and it was a lot different than, oh, we all made the same chart, so you know how to click here, click here, click here. They had to learn how to manipulate data and all those good things, but they experienced the differences between the charts. It's really a part of helping them, you know, use the curiosity they had about that data set, but also to come up with a way that they could present what they found such that everybody would understand. Because that's something that, that's a skill set that they need to have when they, you know, go out into the world as engineers. It's how do you communicate your results with folks? They get a lot better understanding of how to deal with these things and how to use these and how to approach problems than in the traditional, you know, lecture mode.
1: So that is a huge piece of entrepreneurial mindset because the students feel more comfortable or empowered that they can, you know, adapt to a constantly changing situation or open-ended problems. It really forces them to think differently, which a lot of the students aren't comfortable with um, initially, but once they get their kind of their toes wet, then they feel it's a different way to approach the problems. And I think it's more engaging. And so we tend to see that positive change. I also put as part of the projects, emphasis on
2: maybe the economic impact of the outcomes or the, you know, how is this going to affect the population uh, who will be impacted by your decisions? And those weren't things that I would necessarily have had them explore, but bringing it on into the open and having them discuss it with other people has really been, I think, beneficial to the students.
1: And that's a huge piece, the the economic and the social aspect when we talk about entrepreneurial mindset, because a lot of times students are so used to plugging and chugging in equations and they really just after the tell me what the answer is. Did I get the answer right? And a lot of the engineering problems aren't like that. There is no right or wrong answer. There may be like a best fit depending on who your customer or what the what the problem may be. And so that it really upsets them when there's no like, well, what is my answer? I need to know what the answer is. And so that's really what, you know, getting them to go beyond just you have a problem, but there's all these other factors that need to go into it. So yes, we're giving you the engineering tools, but we also need to give students the mindset to be able to best apply those tools in a, in a real world situation. Can you tell us a little bit about the fellows program that you're part of with Keen?
2: I had mentioned earlier, I went to the Problem Solving Studio uh, faculty development workshop in Georgia. And... The particular project that I came up with in the problem-solving studio faculty development workshop was about climate change. That you know students are very you know concerned about climate change and all of that. And the idea was how do you collect data? And you know in a, in a very small scale sense because I gave them a, a smaller set of data from one place in the world, you know, I came up with, you know, all the different things and and what were the objectives and why, you know, how should the students look at different things? I was fortunate. The leaders of that particular workshop nominated me as one of the, I'll say, winners. And those folks were offered the opportunity to apply for the fellowship. And so I'm so excited about the problem-solving studio that I want to bring it to RIT. And so my proposal was to, you know, get that the fellowship involves a grant of $10,000 to, you know, kind of improve upon the work that you did at the faculty development workshop. And I was looking at ways, how could we make the problem-solving studio work at RIT and also make it so that many different faculty could actually use the concept.
1: As faculty, we see we see the benefit in the classroom. We see the students growing throughout the semester. So now the question is, you know, as a student in the class, how is that benefiting them? So really, we're after empowering them in terms of getting them to think differently. So that way, when they do graduate and they go out into industry, they're of extreme value to the company that they're in, the group that they're in, if they do go out and start their own company They're going to be successful because they're coming at an engineering problem much differently than maybe their peer who graduated from a different institution because they have the ability to think differently, to ask questions, to look for those opportunities that may not be right in front of them. They'll have the ability to connect information, to go out and talk to marketing, to go out and talk to the business side, go out and talk to, you know, I have this this idea of maybe a new design, but is it manufacturable? Can I go out and talk to like the financial side? Is this the best way to solve this problem? So instead of being siloed just within engineering and really always going back to the technical solution, but getting them to kind of open up and see that there's all of these different aspects, societal, financial, how does government play a role into their design? So making sure that they're asking the right questions, or even asking questions to begin with. So I think from the student side, we're really trying to help them be the best engineer that they can be. We're helping them build this mindset to go beyond just the technical solution, but to realize that there's all these other kind of components at play. And so what we want to see for them is that they'll go out and do the best that they can within whatever field they decide to go in, whether it's an industry, they want to start their own company, or they go out and do something completely different. I think that's really, as the student, the benefit is this really will hopefully help impact their future and give them the best foot forward.
0: Thank you for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu and to hear more podcasts, subscribe to Intersections on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn or SoundCloud or by visiting www.rit.edu/news/podcasts.